This is the Old Republic Podcast. Spoiler warning for the Knights of the Old Republic series, Star Wars, The Old Republic, and all other media. This is where the fun begins. Peace is a lie. That is what the Sith believe. They promise power. Now they wield it. We face the greatest Sith in generations. They must be stopped. Okay, now let's hear you, Marcus. Peace is a lie. That is what the Sith believe. They promise power. Now they wield it. We face the greatest Sith in generations. They must be stopped. Well, I think you did okay. You know, just just okay. You know. <laughs> Marcus did all right. Uh, Cassia did all right. I'm going to uh, call it a tie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And hello there, and welcome to the Old Republic podcast. Uh, There was some news today, so we thought we would get our friend Marcus uh, from Hollow Chronicles of a Jedi and the upcoming Unreal Cinema Project to come on and talk with us about it. Marcus, how are you doing? I'm doing excellent, people. Today was just a very, very, very intense morning and then afternoon with so much happening for a Thursday. (laughs) I know. Yeah, for sure. It was definitely an unexpected uh, kind of news whirlwind of a day today. So I was at the computer and I pull up Twitter and I see that the uh, Sony... Uh, you know, conference thing is going on. So I'm like, oh, let's see what they're uh, announcing. So I pop it open, and the second tweet down is from IGN, and it says, uh, Knights of the Old Republic remake uh, coming your way. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Let me look at this. Is this a legit thing? Is this some uh, Twitter uh, shenanigans going on? But no, sure enough, it is the real thing. So uh, we've been hearing Aspire is making this remake for, uh, you know, a couple of months now. And today was the day they finally made it official. Yeah. And my, I'm, I'm under the weather. You might be able to hear that. Like, uh, so yeah. But it was a crazy, crazy intense day, a fun day. I have been kind of expecting this announcement, but I expected it to happen in next year's celebration. So mm-hmm. it it was interesting to get it this early, which kind of makes me wonder about future uh, Disney Plus shows if we're going to get any live screen KOTOR shenanigans. Yeah, I was I was definitely surprised. Like I said, I wasn't looking for it at all today. I was expecting like you to see it either in celebration or maybe like E three uh, presentations or something like that. But yeah, coming out on this, uh, you know, Sony PlayStation, uh, you know, reveal show kind of thing. Marcus, had you been keeping up on this news with the Aspire remake, or uh, you know, how on a scale of zero to infinite, how surprised were you to see this news come across your computer today? Well, you know, I can't really put it into numbers. I can only just, I can only put it in this, uh, th- this form of my level of excitement. I just died in your arms tonight. Must have been something you said. It's soon, that's all that went through my head. That's all. <laughs> it's just, just, just passed right out as soon as that happened because, oh God. So... I'm just like you guys where we knew that Aspire was going to do the remake and it's been out there. It's been known since they've been bringing back, you know, uh, Republic Commando, the original KOTOR game and KOTOR 2, which I'm doing a playthrough right now, that that they've been uh, bringing back the games. And then they announced a long time ago that, yes, Aspire is going to be doing the remake of the first KOTOR. So... We've been in the dark for the longest time, and then now we finally get to see a sliver, a pre-rendered cutscene, mind you, but still a sliver of just like, here it is, it's official, we're making it. And yeah. there you go. I mean, it, it's been a pretty robust rumor that really only seemed to gain traction, and it never really seemed like too out there, so it's nice to just kind of finally see it confirmed, because I think... With the with the podcast, we we kind of mentioned it throughout the podcast run, and now it's like finally mm-hmm. 
been announced. So it's officially out there in the world now. We don't know a ton of details about it. Like, like we'd said, they announced it on the uh, you know kind of this PlayStation uh, panel thing today. So it is going to come to the PlayStation first, I believe, as a timed exclusive, and then to the mm-hmm. PC, um, and then eventually it'll uh, make its way to uh, Xbox, of course. But um, it's kind of interesting that it's going to be a PlayStation exclusive when the first one uh, was actually pulled off of the PlayStation Two. Uh, from uh, LucasArts, I believe, at the at the time, was going to originally be on the Xbox and PlayStation. So uh, interesting that it's uh, coming full circle back to this platform. It is totally fascinating. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, the fact that, you know, it was an Xbox exclusive first. Well, I don't know. I think it was PC, then Xbox. Either way, they had a deal with Microsoft anyway. So it never came to PlayStation. So I guess they were just like, Hey, hey, we want to sell PS5, so we're going to throw a bunch of money at you guys. Okay, I guess you can have this for your launch, and then we'll do a timed release on PC. So everybody, that's the number one thing in all the comments that I've seen, just like, why is it coming to uh, PS5? I don't have a PS5. It better come out for PC. It better come out for Xbox. It'll come out for the other systems. Don't worry. Just be patient. I mean, as invested in the, the old Republic world as as we are like i don't know if i would get a ps5 you know uh, i think you will i think you are <laughs> it's <okay>. happening <laughs> he's doing a mind trick right now so i'm actually just buying one right now so yeah <laughs> yeah that's right now now unfortunately um if you've been looking for a playstation 5 you've probably been hard pressed to find one i don't uh marcus i don't know if you've been shopping around for them very much i look every once in a while and uh, mm-hmm. to no avail but hopefully by the time this comes out I, they didn't give any sort of indication as dates or anything like that or how far along they are uh, there's an article on starwars.com that kind of digs into it a little bit and it basically just says that the game's been you know underway for a little while now um, but you know really no <laughs> no more information than that um, as far as the timeline goes for this thing I think uh, we're basically all that we're getting is basically what we just saw with the uh, the Sony press conference today. It's just that, yes, we got some of the original team working on it. We don't know about the voice talent, but I can tell you right now, definitely Basila's, uh Jennifer Hale's coming back as Basila. They, I'm, totally. That's no doubt. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you know, the development team, that's all we're going to hear about. We're going to be like, oh, we are so excited to bring this classic back and to a new generation la da 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 you know sprinkles on top of everything we're not giving you a release date not until probably celebration fall. Mm-hmm. oh celebration oh yeah that's celebration t- next year and then my hypothesis mm-hmm. would be 2023 the 20th anniversary the remake comes out that is a really good assumption mm-hmm. but so. I think they're probably going to push until 2022 fall fall of 2022 but it would be more poetic if it was on the 20th anniversary yeah yeah that would be nice um it might be lego star wars to market it's hard to say Mm, that's you know what yeah give uh lego star wars the skywalker saga which i want that game so bad i want it someday it'll come out someday somehow and whenever i have or either of us have those consoles to play it on someday but (laughs) (laughs) do you remember when kingdom hearts 3 just totally skipped the ps3 yeah and And that was the day i was like thank god i have an xbox (laughs) yeah because i would have gone insane and then just oh god kingdom hearts 3 the most convoluted story in the world but still it's so good um I, I have feelings about that game. I, I are y'all fans of Frozen at all? Um, a little tangent for a little bit. Not particularly, but we're open. To- I've never seen Frozen. Um, I've mm. I've made it a, I've made it a point to never watch it. Uh, no, 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 not not really. I don't have anything. I don't have anything against Frozen. I just never I saw hate it. Frozen with a passion. I've never had seen it. It's just a terrible story. I'm no, tired I've- of that song. I just uh, I hadn't seen it for like a couple years after it came out, so then it just kind of turned into this thing that I've never seen it. So I'd like mm. <laughs> I like that uh, going forward. But but go on with uh, Frozen from uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts three. Mm, okay, so I saw Frozen. Yeah, just just yeah. But I was just like you, Ryan. Just like you know what? 
I'm not, I don't care. I just don't care. It's like, yeah, let it go. Whatever. It's a hit song. Bleh. Then I was like, you know what? Let's find out what the whole hoopla is all about. Let's see. Let's see. Watch it. It's just a really good song. It's, it's a good song when you see it in context. Just like, okay, yeah, this is a good song. All right. That was all right. It's cool. Am I going to watch the second one? Nah. But soon, <laughs> as soon as it was announced that Frozen was a part of Kingdom Hearts 3, I was like, ugh. If they just go with any other Pixar, you know, or Disney animated. Sorry, those are different. Any Disney animated, you know, I was good with Big Hero 6. But they put put they put Frozen in the game, and I was like, all right, this is one, one world. I'm going to just plow through the fastest I can. I don't care if I die a bunch of times. I'm going to get past <laughs> this as fast as possible. Is there a way I can skip these scenes, please? No, it's because you're playing through your first time. Ugh. I had to sit through this. It's like, all right, cool. It is my least favorite world of all, all Kingdom Hearts games because I just don't care about it. It stops the story. There is no story. It's just you playing Frozen all over, playing the movie. And I was just yeah. like, get, just, just get it out of here. Just If there's anything, just pull out. Just pull that, that world out of the game and give me another Tarzan adventure. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll have to maybe just make this a Frozen interlude just like have it all on its own people will be like i'm here for keanu reeves as revan not like frozen but you know what would have been better if keanu reeves showed up and then he started singing whoa we gotta let this world go and then we go into Incredibles world. Like, give me something that. Oh, that I thought level. you're gonna go full John Wick world, but no, 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 no. It, it'll okay. be water guns, not full on real pistols. Okay, I so, but uh, one more tangent about Frozen, and then we'll move on. <laughs> but um, Frozen, I remember, is a lie. <laughs> I, I, I did enjoy watching Once Upon a Time. It kind of had some ups and downs, but once they just mm-hmm. kind of full on did Frozen, I'm like, well. It was good while it lasted, I think. Like, they're kind of being told to include these characters, but... That's that's the twist on that. So many people have told me to watch Once Upon a Time, and whenever they did Frozen, they were like, wow, it's actually better than the animated movie, so I'm just... Really? It, it, in your experience, Cassia, is it better? Um, I feel like it would have been maybe a more mature story if it were the live-action version. Mm-hmm. Um, cause Frozen 2, I think, uh, was different than what a lot of people expected. It's not really necessarily a bad thing, but maybe a combination of what Frozen 2 was and like Once Upon a Time decided to be. I mean, I watched it. I felt like it was maybe a little bit out of left field, but yeah. All right then. It's a discussion right. for another day. <laughs> another day. <laughs> That's right for the uh, peripheral Frozen podcast, but uh, well, so, so I guess to bring this bring this back around, I'm going to make an excellent transition right here. So, Marcus, you said in Kingdom Hearts three, you really wish they would have you know replaced the Frozen world with something else. Uh, so that starts uh, starts my gears going about this Knights of the Old Republic remake. What are they going to have to change? Uh, why are they going to have to change it? What do you want to make sure they don't change? Uh, just Maybe kind of, you know, some quick hits about what you think that this thing is going to turn into. Change nothing. It The game was perfect as it is. Okay. I, swear, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would love if, if there's anything they would change, I would probably update the combat system to be somewhat in the form of Kingdom Hearts to where mm-hmm. it's more free and not still that same kind of upgrade system of, you know, leveling up if every single battle XP and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But make it more free roam the way that Kingdom Hearts was to where you can jump into anything and then run away. And st- you can in the original game, but just more free flow, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely, let's see, would love to see an updated swoop race. That'd be cool. Be more oh, like the pod definitely. races in the uh, in mm-hmm. episode one. Yeah. Let's see. What else? There, there's a lot. I, I I want Gizka toys, like some some kind of plushie. <laughs> Or pop vinyl something. I don't care. Definitely. And then Gizka merch in in uh, Galaxy's Edge would be amazing. A Gizka wrap. I mean, like <laughs> that's so good. With some barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh I'm more yeah. Of a honey mustard person, but yeah. Ooh, spicy mustard. 
just a little bit on the side. Let's see. <laughs> what else can we change? Um, definitely, I would love to see updated costumes. So Jolie's uh, costume that he has, his robes that are now famous, the character design that mm-hmm. are on like all the ones that you look up like on Galaxy of Heroes, like that costume, that one yeah. I love and I will be cosplaying as that character for Celebration. So that's uh, my first cosplay to build of my own. Uh-huh. Very nice. Yeah. What color is Jolie's lightsaber? There's one correct answer. No, there's two. There's two. Okay. As as a Padawan, it's blue. Whenever he goes on to when we finally meet him when he's an older man, it's green. Okay. And in my show, you find out the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah. What about you, Cassie? Is there anything um, that you think makes sense to change for the remake or... Um, anything you definitely want to see? Um, I definitely think we're going to see a different combat system. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can definitely understand that turn-based combat wasn't for everyone, and I think it held back a lot of people from kind of playing through and enjoying KOTOR, so I definitely think that's happening. Um, I kind of think you'll kind of see a combination of KOTOR 1 and 2 and some changes to the story, but maybe some of the threads are, are the same. I think I was surprised uh, when we saw Revan in the um, in the remake announcement mm-hmm. while Bastila was speaking. Like you could see the shadowy Revan kind of approach and ignite the saber. I was like, oh, it kind of seems like a lot of it's in shadow, but a lot of the iconography of Revan is the same. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wonder if like some of the more iconic characters are going to look similar to what they look like. In Kotor, like Malik, Bastila, Karth, but I think it's just a new interpretation of Kotor. We just have to look at it like knights in, you know, in a story like King Arthur, where like the main threads are the same, but you can see different interpretations of them. Like mm-hmm. we just had. Gowan and the Green Knight come out this year, which is an excellent movie and like it's my favorite movie of the year so far. Storytelling, oh. yeah. If, if like, I have my top ten list, it's on. It's on there. It's really high. <laughs> yeah, and then you have Excalibur, and then you have like the original literature that it's based on. So like, you can have all these different interpretations of Knights of the Old Republic, but it's still you know Knights of the Old Republic. It's still Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it mentions that in the Star Wars article. Um, they're you know, talking to, I guess, whoever is, you know, kind of running up the the game production there. And, you know, it makes a point to say that, you know, it has to update and change enough to make making a remake worthwhile to, to do. But it still has to, you know, stay enough the same that it, you know, still captures the same feel um, and, you know, memories that we all have of the original. So it's going to be a balancing act, I think for him, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like you guys. I think definitely an updated battle system. Um, I hadn't even thought of that, but that's a really good point, Marcus, to do something with the swoop bike racing. That's Mm -hmm. maybe my least favorite part of Knights of the Old Republic. Um, I usually avoid it if I don't really need to do it. Um, so if they, (laughs) the best parts, that's easy money. (laughs) That's easy credits. It's so easy. Yeah. It's, it's just, if for me, I, would be you know better like you said if it was more of like a a pot race type of thing where it, where it was mm-hmm. more of like an actual like uh kind of you know more of a racing game as opposed to kind of just that that little uh 2d kind of <laughs> mini game that it that it was there so maybe an update to that um mm-hmm. it, it'll be interesting to see um you know the side quests how those are handled um because that's that's the thing when you have a big rpg like that that people now have been thinking about and remembering and uh, replaying for the last 20 years. Um, you know, everyone's experience with the game is different. So, you know, if you, you know, ask 10 people, you know, what are their key takeaways from it? You're going to get, you know, 10 slightly different answers at least. So I feel, I feel like for, well, here's the thing with all the side quests and everything that's in it. It's like, yeah, bring those back, bring them all back, beef up a little bit, you know, a few of them, uh, especially make them more easily 
accessible. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, you can you can activate them whenever you have certain party members and stuff like that, but make them more accessible. Like on my replay of Kotor one, uh, I wasn't able to trigger Destel. It's like I I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even brought Karth with me, and it didn't trigger at all. It's like where was he? And I'm like during that my playthrough, I was just like, okay, let me see if I can get every single side mission on there and come to find out I did things out of order. So all of a sudden finding Bandon on Korriban, which is poetic and instead of Mo- Manon, but, um, I almost said Moana, what's wrong with me? Disney. Um, see, let's see. And the court drama that you, Brian, be the worst lawyer of the uh, galaxy. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. If you if you want to hear about my failings, uh, go back and listen to our first podcast with Marcus. Cassie could probably tell you the number. I'm bad with numbers. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we talk was about it 74? how... It was 74, I believe. Yeah. And, plus, 70... and I just want to make an, a, a correction on there. I think I said officer and a gentleman. I meant a few good men. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's what I meant. That's Not what I, that I was kind of like, oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like, Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? Mm. So <laughs> that kind of situation. Uh, yeah, another side mission I would love to see. I would love to see uh, maybe an updated version of like Candorous. Like if they're mm-hmm. for char- character models, I would love them to model uh, Ron Perlman. After, uh, Ron, ah, model Candorous after Ron Perlman. Words. Because I've always... Um, envisioned Ron Perlman as Candorous for a live-action version. Mm-hmm. That was a popular fan cast for Candorous Ordo. was Ron mm-hmm. Perlman or... What's the name of the actor who portrays Thanos? Oh, Josh Brolin? Josh Brolin is, a, is another popular one. But for me, I always kind of was like, Nikolai Coster Waldo, you know? Like, oh, but he's too dashing. No, 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 no. He's... Oh, you need grizzleness with that man. He can't be beautiful. Have you seen Game of Thrones season seven? Girl, I mean, I've seen all, all have, of Game of Thrones. Have you seen Oblivion? Memories, he looks grizzled in that. You know? Not enough. He's just got dirt on him. It's not not the same. He just got dirt on him and didn't shave that morning. And we will take him to the school of Leonardo DiCaprio's Revenant, and we will grizzle him, and he will be the candorous. Ordo, he will be. You know. He will be. He'll be cancerous. Congratulations, child. You are now grizzled, and yet you still look like you are 25 years old for a 75-year-old man. How is that possible? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of hard to be like, how old is Candorous supposed to be? But, yeah. So, one question I had for you guys is, in the teaser released today, when Revan ignites his saber... I don't know if I'm really just bad with colors or if it was supposed to be ambiguous, but did you guys think it was purple or red? Oh, red. Instantly red. It's a very light shade of red, but it's red. It kind of seemed magenta, so I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is supposed to be in between dark and light. The twist, hot pink. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it looks looks kind of purplish when he, because he ignites it kind of off screen and you just get the glow like casting up onto him um but then yeah when it pulls back and it's showing him like at a distance it looks more red to that's me that's interesting oh yeah okay so you can't see the hilt no n- no you can't it's like i'm nope. looking at the trailer right now on the little huh. bit of it it's like you see it on his sleeve and like on the on his like rib that it's all red and then the outer shell of it's purple because it's mixing it with the black and then no, you really don't see the no. Well, you get a sliver of the hilt actually if you zoom. If you zoom in <laughs> at point three four dash point five, you will see. <laughs> you will see that it is his hilt. It's a little silver. It has a little bit of spikes. <laughs> there you go. You should be a voice actor or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. So. And so, so, sometimes you know I surprise myself. <laughs> Yeah, I'm go- I'll am i go out on a limb and assume that the hilt's going to look exactly like the uh, Hasbro one that's on my shelf over here because uh, that would make the most sense from their uh, marketing mm-hmm. and merchandising uh, potential. Yeah. Now, merchandising, now that light- merchandising. And that lightsaber actually uh, changes from red to purple, I believe. So Okay. 
Yeah, well, hey, it it could be purple, it could be red, either one. I've always I've always remembered his official one being purple, and then the extra uh, one that that he had in his left hand, I want to say, was always red. So you had yeah, best of both worlds, you know. I think they should have switched the hilts for the the Sith one. Should have been like the the fork one, in my view. But mm. oh well. So yeah, we did have you know. Kotor and stuff like that. Uh, one small little tangent. It's like a connection with Keanu Reeves here. We all saw the Matrix Resurrections trailer, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. It's been a long time, a very long time since I've actually saw a trailer, and I'm just like, okay, what the hell is going on? What just happened? <laughs> There's a connection, in There's... my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just, I have a rule that I tell all my friends and everything, and I want to impart, impart this rule on you guys. So, when it comes to trailers, in, we all know that second, third trailers give away a whole bunch of the whole movie. You basically see the whole movie throughout the whole trailer itself. I don't know if I brought this up on the past episode I was on, but if I did, I'm going to reiterate. So... I I challenge everyone, and I invite everybody to do this, since we just saw the first trailer for, you know, The Matrix Revela- Re- Resurrections, do not look at the second trailer or the TV spots or anything. Go in completely blind. You've seen enough. You have, you have questions that you need answered. Just don't watch the other ones. Just go in. The movie comes out in, what, three months? We can wait. Just don't watch the trailers. And then... Go in blind. Just go in blind. Uh, that's actually pretty easy for me because I try to not watch trailers as much mm-hmm. as possible. Um, you know, for Star Wars trailers in particular. But um, yes. but yeah, just uh, just anything. I remember last year when uh, everyone was clamoring for the Mandalorian season two trailer to come out, and they're like, "It's gonna be it. it's gonna be tonight after football or after this basketball game or it's gonna be on this Disney Plus thing." And people were like, "Where is it? Where is it? It's coming out!" And like. In like a month, and I'm like, I'm like, they can just keep waiting as long, so that way I don't have as long to avoid it. Uh, that would be fine with me, but uh, yeah, you gotta, yeah, take take the trailers with the grain of salt. I think, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian season two coming out tomorrow. It's like fine. I don't need to watch the trailer. Whatever, just skip to the end. And also, one other thing that I do whenever I'm in the theater, just since theaters are open now again, and I'm there every time, I don't care what they say. Um, I just do, I just shut my eyes. It's like, yeah, you can oh, okay. hear, I shut my eyes completely. And yeah, I can hear, it's like, oh my God, what's going on? If we don't stop this, the world will end. No, Jessica. No, Brian. Oh my God. <laughs> fire, fire, explosion, explosion, explosion. The movie title. It's like, I don't need to see anything. I can just hear it. It's fine. I have a very active imagination. What ruins it is if I open my eyes and see the footage. So try that, ladies and gentlemen. Try it. Okay. It will change your life. I don't think I can do that, but it's always cool to hear other people's uh, opinions. (laughs) But yeah, um, lots of trailers coming out and... It just was interesting, you know, like some old franchises that are like about 20 years old, both have a trailer on the same day, but you know, mm-hmm. maybe that's just me in front of that, like that map, you know, the guy at the meme and he's like looking at like things that are like, it's all connected. <laughs> and, Charlie day. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it is connected or maybe we're just crazy, you know, but. It's no, connected. we're cr- connecting craziness with all the great things that will happen. We're not crazy. You got yeah. to be crazy to think you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what did you guys think of the new logo? It even said like remake at the bottom. Sexy. Yeah, it looked yeah. it looked really good. Um, and I, it's it's gonna look fantastic on the PlayStation Five. I've not even <laughs> seen a PlayStation Five, but but I can I could already tell just how great it's going to look and i know that it's like a pre-rendered trailer kind of thing that we see but just you know like the the detailing in the mask and like the smoke kind of billowing around the lightsaber uh it just looks incredible so even if they're able to you know capture even like a little bit of that it's just going to be you know like a dream come true i guess for you know having just replayed through this uh not too long ago you're you'd mentioned that you're replaying you know kotor 2 right now and nothing against those graphics but to just imagine what they'd be able to do with them now is is unbelievable yeah 
It's like, how fast are we going to make your character run in space? Right, Cassia? Oh, like really fast in space. Uh, So (laughs) playing playing KOTOR 2, when you're on the first mission, I I think it was Paragus, the, the, the mining building. Mm-hmm. So you, that part of the mission when you're running out into space across the uh, the bridge to get to the other side of the building and then, you know, Darth Sion's ship comes flying in, you're running out there in a spacesuit. Now, I know in the first game, you know, in KOTOR, when you're underwater on Manon, you're kind of running like ta 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 through the water and all that pressure on you, but it's fast enough. Why is it you're running like Sonic the Hedgehog through space? <laughs> there, there's a thing, it, like, why? Your boots uh, not even magnetic. A spice. <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, that's a patch, I believe. I believe in the original release of it, it was slow, like it mm-hmm. was, you know, underwater. But I think the if you get it on like Steam or whatever, I think it has a patch on there to uh, speed that up so it doesn't take so long. It's like ta ta ta, and he's gone. <laughs> Just all right. Yeah, because I, I I do dig the logo. Um, just kind of evokes the original KOTOR logo mm-hmm. and it's like braided gold yes like kind of framing it and I'm like ooh, it kind of evokes another age so mm-hmm. I like that I think my voice went to the dark side right there but um, just oh yeah just look <laughs> just you went just like Basley you went to the dark side for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I I really like the logo I really like kind of that color gold and I really like the font that it's not the, you know, just the regular, like, Star Wars font. Um, you know, like you said, that it it's has kind of this, this more gilded uh, kind of kind of styling to it. It looks really yeah. cool. I can't imagine the box art. Now, I usually, nowadays, buy my games digital, but maybe this time I might actually buy the, the actual disc this time. Just, yeah. just to have it. Because mm-hmm. box art is gorgeous and... I can only imagine the new poster, all the, all that good stuff. Just like, are y'all gonna keep it classic with new renders of these characters, or like, what is Malik gonna look like? How graphic is his jaw gonna look? Like, mm-hmm. these are questions I need answers. Yeah, that's that's true because if you look at the at the box art, what you have like Malik and Bastila, and there's like a Selkath and was it HK on the cover? So mm-hmm. HK T three, yeah, and T three, yeah. So um, no yeah, trask. so if they'll if they'll try to, yeah, no Trask. What's up with that? Um, but so I don't, I don't know if they'll try to do like the whole crew, or if they're just going to lean in on, you know, having Revan on the box art, or, My guess or what is that's going to look be like. Revan. Yeah. Revan, Malik, and and Bastila probably, uh, just kind of like what's familiar. Um, but that. Oh, looking at ironic designs, ones that he just posted. Oh yeah, that's what yeah. I like. Mm-hmm. Ironic designs always designs really good designs, and I said designs a lot right there. But um, <laughs> you did, yeah. yeah. Design, we design, love, design, design. We love working with uh, ironic designs, and he just created uh, some images for us. Like Darth Revan is for everyone with the new Revan with red and purple, and then Knights of the Old Republic remake is for everyone with uh, Bastila Revan and uh, Darth Malik. So. Um, yeah, you'll see those images soon. And like, that's the hard thing about like the original coming out in 2003, because we're really limited on kind of some high quality art. Mm-hmm. Um, cause a lot of it is just like concept art and like, we don't see a lot of it and like the graphics are kind of limited and like, we're just kind of limited to the box art like sometimes it's hard to like find contemporary art which is why we we worked with uh astronautka art to create some Mm -hmm. and um yeah a lot of the art that exists you don't know who created it so you can't really credit them so sometimes that's hard to find images for the the instagram feed honestly (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean so many great artists out there and I'm loving thanks to you guys I've found more and more uh, artists doing KOTOR stuff and it's amazing the amount of detail like ironic designs and the person's been doing you guys' uh, mugs and for the lo-fi 
that you have out there and yeah hooney and astro notka oh yeah those those dudes they're they're amazing yeah Yeah, i'm loving the lo-fi guys honestly because as as one does listens to lo-fi while writing and uh just chilling out you know with your cup of old gray uh just (laughs) chilling out and just listening to some grooves and hearing kotor being lo-fi is glorious yeah so we have we have the three lo-fi tracks out now on our um youtube which you can find you know through the uh link on uh, the instagram page there um and we're uh, hoping to get some more and yeah earlier today cassio was talking with uh someone in hopes to you know be able to work out some more tracks because we definitely want to get you know a bunch more of these out there to the world because we think that they're uh you know really fantastic and um like you, Marcus, I'm getting into this uh, lo-fi groove now. It's something I never even knew that I needed until I had it, and now oh, I can't get yeah. enough of it. It's like, it's like again, uh, thanks to you guys, finding more and more, like, with Close on Sunday and all, you know, everybody's using it. So I, I want more people to use the, the KOTOR ones that you guys have, have created uh, with the team that you guys have been working with to make all those iconic things, iconic themes into lo-fi style, which is not easy from, from what I've heard. It's like, yeah, you might be get one or two songs out of there, but some songs are so, so some themes are so complicated that it's kind of hard to put to like a smooth kind of rhythm or R&B beat to it and the right beats to hit. And you guys did it. So I want more. Yeah, it was all of you and your magic and Sith ways. And Just that kidding. Was it was a... totally Dennis. Yeah. Dennis yeah. did it all. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Shout yeah, out for to sure. Dennis. Yeah, we can take very little a little credit for it other than, you know, just kind of getting it all put together. But, yeah, definitely very happy uh, that it's out there for sure. And definitely very happy with the news that we got today. Um, you know, like we've been saying, it's a very unexpected to have had it come out. Um, but this is the golden age, I guess, of Knights of the Old Republic projects we have going on. So we'd mentioned, you know, the lo-fi that we have. Uh, again, go check that out for sure. But uh, there's a couple other Knights of the Old Republic projects going on. And Marcus, you are, well, you're you're directly and all, all 110% involved in one and uh, just announced, uh, I guess, a couple weeks ago now, uh, mm-hmm. You're going to be pretty heavily involved with another. So why don't you tell everyone out there about what you have going on in Knights of the Old Republic land? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you do not know, Unreal Cinema, uh, long before the announcement of you know the new remake, uh, he has decided, Scott at Unreal Cinema has decided to recreate the first game of Knights of the Republic into a animated series using the Unreal 5 engine. And... We, the cast, have actually seen, you know, a little bit sneak peek. And if you're on uh, his Patreon, you can actually get a first look at, at a little bitty sneak peek of it. And it is gorgeous. And so right now, uh, I, uh, I have been casted as Trask Olgo. And I am so excited. And I will be leading the charge throughout the beginning of the game or of the animated series. So I will give our uh, great cam clark some respect on his name as uh, the original voice for trask ogo which funny enough he wasn't credited in the game so hmm. i'm trying oh. to get his name out there yeah i did research on him i was like why is this why why and it's like oh well he was just kind of brought in at the last second as just an extra voice so uh, you know to be the person that's leading you through is like you have to use me to open the door bring me in your party i have the uh, security codes all that stuff no there's so much more to be done with Trask, and I can't wait for you guys to see it. And uh, with the cast of our Bastila, uh, Daniel Hodge being Candorous and Malik, and we have Avrin uh, by our lovely guy named Levi, um, Havila being Bastila. It's it's amazing. We have a great cast for season one, and I I can't wait for you guys to see it. And suppose and as of right now, if you want more information, go over to you know Unreal Cinema's channel. And you will find out just about anything that you need to find out. He keeps you updated all the time. So 
definitely join the discord we're all there so and i'm excited yeah <laughs> awesome yeah definitely looking forward to that and um i think maybe the first episodes of that are about a month out still so uh mm-hmm. but yeah keep an keep an eye um he does a good job over on his channel of you know doing like the weekly updates and keeping everyone you know uh you know, clued in on on what's happening over there. So yeah, definitely looking forward to hearing you portray Trask, and I am loving hearing you uh, <laughs> telling us more uh, Jolie Bindo stories uh, in the midst of the second season of that right now. Marcus, oh, yeah. uh, why don't you uh, give a quick plug for that? Anyone you know who's not familiar with? Well, we all love Jolie Bindo, correct? Well. I played Jolie Bindo in his younger years as a Padawan, as he goes through life and uh, does the whole thing. And season one came out a year ago, and I thank you all for listening to it and all the love and praise that I've been getting about it and the feedback. And then I'm glad you guys, Cassie and uh, Brian, that you guys found it, uh, thanks to lovely channel called Ash and Brian on YouTube. Always believe. I love them. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad you guys found it. And I was just so amazed by the outpour of people coming out. Just be like, hey, oh, my God, I love Jolie Bindo. You're telling his story. That's cool. And it led to season two, which was always the plan to come back with a second season. It was a lot of research going into it. And now season two is currently in. There's at least four episodes left. So we're currently... Yeah, by the time this this episode that I'm on with you guys, uh, episode five, no, episode six should be out. So through season two, you get to meet Jolie's love of his life, Nayama, Nayama Bindo, and of course you get to meet the new big bad at this time. To- at this time, Exar Kun. So. You get to see his experience throughout that whole time whenever Exar Kun was basically in the middle of a war, starting the war that would be the Exar Kun War in the Old Republic times. So I'm excited for you guys to hear the rest of the season and especially for the season finale because it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. So I can't <laughs> I can't wait. So I'm glad yeah. you guys found it. <laughs> I've been loving it so far, so I can't wait to see how all of this is uh, going to wrap up. It's, the uh, intensity started ramping up a little bit here in this last episode, so uh, I won't mm-hmm. spoil anything for anyone out there. So definitely uh, give these a listen to. Yeah, the voice for Eggs are Coon. I was like, ooh, this is really fun. So, See, now here's the thing. I'll give you a little description about Eggs are Coon. The thing is, is that whenever you see him in the comics for Tales of uh, Tales of a Jedi, I don't know if you guys have read it, but mm-hmm. uh, just doing as much research as I can because I wanted to introduce him because he says it in KOTOR that, oh, during the Exar Kun War and Nayama and all that whole that whole mix up that Jolie was a part of it. He His life took that turn into there's an intersection there. So I wanted to explore that, get his experience throughout that since you know ever since season one you're with Jolie throughout this whole time throughout his life like you're right next to him so the fact that XR Kuhn shows up and I'm glad uh, Cassie you liked the voice for XR Kuhn because that was terrifying to do because <laughs> I wanted to give him a Irish accent yeah sure he could be you know the standard British just you know my name is XR Kuhn and I am here to destroy things no 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 that's boring every villain is a British dude so why not have something a little more jovial and yet sinister because when you see him in the comics he's constantly smiling because he's enjoying all the stuff that he does so in this in season two you get to hear and envision him being XR Kuhn the Dark Lord of the Sith. You get you get a little bit of that. <laughs> a little more of that. No, and uh, absolutely love it. So, uh, yeah, like I said, go check out both of Marcus's projects he has going on, and that will tide everyone over until the Knights of the Old Republic remake gets done. Uh, hopefully, not too long. Hopefully, long enough, I guess, for Sony to get more PlayStations out into the world, so we can all get one. Please, so that way, we're please. we're ready to play. Cassia says she's not going to get one. Neither of us believe her. All three of us will probably have one um, <laughs> by the time that this game comes out, and we will uh, definitely be playing it, and hopefully, we'll be streaming it and talking about it and uh, doing all of those things and doing updates on 
you know, news as we get it. And hopefully we'll get some more of the voice cast announced. I know uh, Jennifer Hale obviously did in the trailer and it says in the article that, uh, you know, expect to see some other returning voice actors. Uh, so, you know, hopefully. We, I'm yeah. Predict that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we get a lot of, a lot of those back. Maybe we get Marcus in there into a role. I would love to. It's, I it's, would love to. It is. Oh. It's hard, hard to say for sure. But um, I, I guess, does anyone have any thing to close out about this remake is, you know, uh, expectations are high, excitement levels are high, but uh, just just send us out with a nugget about uh, how excited you are or uh, you know, what you're looking forward to seeing the most, I guess, in this PlayStation 5 version of everyone's favorite game. I'm just excited uh, for a, a new branch on the Star Wars tree, you know, like a new comic books, new books, new video games, possibly new shows, maybe new movies. So what about you, Marcus? My voice is destroyed. Oh, man. It's like, stop. don't go to the dark side, please. <laughs> it's not fun. Yes, they have cookies, but they're, they're hard cookies. We need soft Can't and wait. chewy ones. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I like it. Um... Uh, for me, I just I hope that they stick with the original story of the game and maybe tie into we have multiple novels out there for Revan and stuff like that or um, Knights of the Old the comic book, the Knights of the Republic uh, comic book that's uh, from Dark Horse I believe, Brian, you got the, the compendium? I yeah, I just yeah, I just got the omnibus. It weighs about 10,000 pounds. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was hard to carry upstairs, but uh yeah, a thousand pages of uh, Old Republic goodness in that one. So, Forget going to the gym, dude. There it is. There's your whole workout regimen right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, as far as cast go goes, uh, I would love to audition for it, please. Anywhere. If I will sign up. I will do whatever you need. But if it's not me as Julie, hey, I, I would love to hear Kevin Michael Richardson come back as the voice of Julie Bindo. Or I would love the whole cast. Yes. So... If there's anything to leave uh, with any excitement behind it, I'm just, I just want it to be out already. And I am just, I, I'm dead. I'm dead. I died. I died. I died. I'm dead as soon as the tra- trailer came out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's right. If you want to sing more Cutting Crew, you are, uh, you're entitled to do that as a. I just died <laughs> in your arms tonight. Must have been something you showed. Then Revan's <laughs> on screen tonight. And I'm dead, dead, dead. There it goes. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. And, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and that that does it for Marcus. No. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm excited mostly that this is going to get the story and these characters back out in front of a lot of people. Um I think that there was there was kind of a there was kind of an end time, I guess, for Knights of the Old Republic where if you hadn't played it in so long, like it just felt a little bit maybe too clunky, the combat was a little bit too uh too ambiguous for you know kids to play it so i'm excited for like you know my my nephews and my friends kids and friends that never played it originally to have it now as a modern game you know more accessible um and to be able to get into this uh, story that you know at least the three of us and everyone listening to this you know loves and you know grew up with and fell in love with these characters in the story so i'm just excited that it's going to get back out there in front of a set of new eyes. Oh, yes. Just, if anything, playing KOTOR 2, you have no idea. Like you said, there was a patch. Like, man, I am using a vibroblade against everybody. Why am I missing so many times? Come on. (laughs) At least with the first one, you actually connect with each blow. You miss maybe once out of every five strikes. Come on. It's annoying. So fix that. And hopefully that is fixed in the new version. So, like when I hit somebody with lightsaber, like I want, I want body parts. Can can we have you know the dismemberment in a Star Wars game again, please? I, I would love <laughs> to have it in Knights of the Republic or bring back Jedi Outcast or something. But that's basically it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, very very exciting times here. And like I said, we'll keep everyone uh, up to date on all of the latest and greatest KOTOR news in terms of this remake and all of their things, old Republic, uh, Marcus, thank you so much for coming back on with us and having a, you know, a quick freak out session about this, uh, huge announcement today. 
We appreciated you coming back on. Of course, this glow is going to last for a very long time. And of course, uh, if, you, if you guys want to find me anywhere, I'm just go to my website, themosareview.com. I do film reviews. You can find uh, Hollow Chronicles of a Jedi there, the Jolie uh, Bindo story there. You can find it there. Also, of course, Halloween is coming up. So next month, I have a horror-based uh, miniseries. If you're an Alien fan, oh. definitely check it out. The Last Survivor of Hadley's Hope. You follow an engineer and during that time, whenever he worked on Hadley's Hope, whenever the Xenomorphs start taking people, check it out. It's terrifying from what I hear. <laughs> so, yeah. there you go. Yeah, also, join, jo- join the uh, Unreal Cinema um, Discord. That You can find me and the cast for Unreal Cinema's uh, KOTOR adaptation. And we're all there. We'll interact with you. you got questions. We can answer them as best we can because we want to save some stuff and save some voices you might actually hear some sneak peek versions of these characters that you love. So there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Well, <laughs> yeah, for I'm sure. Stop talking. My goodness. I'm just hearing myself. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right. Well, uh, thank you again, Marcus, for joining us. Cassia, thank you for being in town when we had news break. Normally you're traveling when news breaks. So I know. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we were, uh, we were happy to have you in here. So we're going to try to get this episode out so we can, uh, you know, get it in front of everyone as quick as possible. So, uh, you know, everyone can share in this freak out with the news for us. So thanks for joining us on the Old Republic podcast and may the force be with you. See you guys later. And you can find us on Instagram at Old Republic podcast. And if you want to connect with me, I can be found on Instagram at Astro underscore droid underscore. And you can connect with us on Twitter at Old Republic pod. On Patreon, the link is in our Instagram bio, or you can find it at www.patreon.com slash Old Republic Podcast. The Old Republic Podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as everywhere else that Anchor Podcasts are distributed. Subscriptions, reviews, and shares help us out. Our intro and outro themes were composed by Alistair Schurman at alistairsounds.wixsite.com forward slash alistairsounds. Our transition music was composed by Christian Walker at christianwalkermusic.com. This episode of the Old Republic podcast has been brought to you by Nikki Dog from Patreon. May the force be with you. We'll be back soon. Bye for now.